Wayne Jr.'s grave. moment. phone to get its crap together here. Recording the right uh, sound level, etc. Okay, great. I started uh, showing the right time. Good day. So this is unique feature part. 
specifics and naming names. When I uh, made the previous recording, the previous podcast, uh, it was uh, like either the day of or the day after I had uh, just discontinued involvement with one of the three to four people I had gotten rid of, let's call it three and a half. And the reason why we're going to call it three and a half is because upon first... Okay, well, first, the person I had just gotten rid of, either that day or the day previous, was somebody I had decided to give a second chance. And there was another person I had decided to give a second chance. And I'm still pretty balls to the wall on giving this other person a second chance. But it's time for specifics and names. You know, uh, there may eventually be a part three of whatever the heck this stuff is in which I literally just go through the entire history of my relationship with Michael Roberts. That would be that, uh... That would be that, uh... He's, for a while now, been, uh... asking me to do something that tells what my relationship with him has been like all these years so that would be that i guess that would be uh giving the guy what he wants or whatever but it might be a good idea but that i'm not gonna go through that now that that's most of a lifetime you know or most of my lifetime so far that's from the age of 12 or 13 uh, till around, uh, which uh, would have been like 1983-ish, 1983-ish to let's go, uh, 2017-ish, till 2017 actually, yeah, the exact, near the end of 2017, so yeah, let's go with 2017-ish. Uh, so yeah, again, most of the life I've led so far, uh, 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 but before I get into those specific particulars and name naming, I'd like to talk about this podcast, uh, talk a bit about the delay and what I plan to do. But let's just say, okay, so uh, I plan on doing this, and then I plan on starting uh, a new sort of thing on my YouTube channel. I'm thinking I might try to be at least a little bit more successful on YouTube. But uh, there's really no reason to be uh, completely successful on YouTube. Uh, that's 
kind of what I'm learning, but I'm just now, I'm really just now becoming kind of into YouTube. Um, which is definitely not entirely a good thing, because, uh, you know, it's a, a horrific waste of time. Um, But at any rate, I, I think I've got some angles that I can't see why they haven't been done yet. And uh, plus, uh, there's another attempt at uh, an umbrella of what I'm doing, or foundation or whatever, attempt that I want to go on. and I've got some ideas about how to do that that involve YouTube. Um, and I don't think I'm going to get into it much more than that. Uh, but uh, the next thing after that I really do uh, intend to do uh, will be, be getting back to this. Uh, and doing a full, uh, essentially normal episode. But there's going to be a lot of stuff to get through before I do the next episode. Uh, even though that's the next major thing I intend to do. Uh, I want to change what I'm doing with regard to Markov chains. Uh, and I don't want to get into exactly what that is at this time. Um, uh, I've long since lost the phone where I had my, uh, where I had my uh, ComDroid Tom, Tom notes, which means I'm gonna have to restart the uh, Markov chains anyways. Uh, and I've gotta get my computer, A, I've got, at this point I've gotta get my computer back. It's currently in, uh, Multnomah County property office and then I've got to get it working because it's on a UFI system. I've probably got a, an entire operating system fully on the darn thing, but n no way whatsoever to access it. And that's gonna mean I'm gonna have to get a, a thumb drive with an operating system on it and one that can be, uh, such as Mint, for instance, uh, that can be, uh, you know, given a test drive, and then while I'm in the test drive, I've got to figure out a way past the Yuffie. Or whatever. Yeah, so I have no, uh... Uh, oh, and then after that, soon after that, I want to get back to the whole, uh, the whole, uh, fusing transcendental wanderings of the purple sage thing. Because I haven't forgotten about that either. I haven't forgotten about anything. I've just got some, uh, 
I've just got a lot of logistical hoops to, through which I must jump. Uh, much of the delay is based on the fact that my entire summer has been ruined by thieves at this point. They steal from you while you're asleep. They steal your stuff right out from under you while you sleep, man. It's a drag. It's a major drag. But yeah, there is now no reason whatsoever to delay any further. I'm gonna name names. Talk specific. Get into it with the three and a half people. <laughs> so, I don't know, I think I'll, I, and I have no, uh, you know, I, I was thinking about this for a long time and then I stopped thinking about it, which means that since I stopped thinking about it, I really have no general outline to speak of for how I'm gonna do this. So we are totally playing it by ear, folks. So I guess I'll start with uh, guess I'll Joe, Joe of Belmont Books. Um, wow, you know, uh, until I got rid of the guy I uh, gotten through with uh, before I made the last entry, uh, I thought Joe was major, major, like the worst scum you could be. But, like, compared to the guy I got that day, or the day, she's like almost a saint. Significantly <laughs> uh, more day or I think maybe I wouldn't have uh, gotten rid of Joe. And then I think it through, and it's like, nah, 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 that, that can't happen. That, and the major problem I had with Joe was, oh, I couldn't lose with Joe, but uh, there was also just no way I could win with Joe, uh, you know? Uh, that goes back to my whole distrust of altruism, and wow, you know? Uh, yeah, I've had my suspicions that Ayn Rand might be much more right uh, about distrusting altruism than people will, uh, tend to like to admit for a long time. I can't imagine she's 100% right that there's no exceptions or whatever, but uh, what the hell, I could even be wrong about that. Joe, uh, let me see, uh, two of the three people, uh, I had to get rid of and did get rid of for sure were people who were very helpful to me and uh, could have even been more helpful than that. 
but they were into hidden costs, you know? Joe, I met Joe very soon after I ended up homeless again. I got my uh, SSI late in 2017. And I had a place to live until August of uh, the final day of August. 2018, and it was soon after I ended up homeless again, uh, that, uh, I met Joe, who was just starting a brand new bookstore. He had only been there, uh, I think less than a month when I ran across him. And, uh, seemed to head that off with him real well, and I showed him how to use the I Ching. Uh, I did it. Uh, I got him, I taught him how to use the book, basically, by doing a, uh, a an I Ching divination using the traditional three-coin method. And, uh, he got, uh, he got Gua 28. But for anybody real familiar uh, with the I Ching, who's been using it for a long time or whatever, they should know what Gua 28 is. Gua 28 is the sagging ridge pole. <laughs> uh, it generally, uh, it generally refers to a situation in which you are overburdened, and he was uh, overburdened when he was first starting his store and so yeah he was he was like yeah that's sure true <laughs> ain't that the case you know ain't that ain't that true and uh joe became what i started calling my sugar daddy uh he was the first person i'd ever run across that i could count on for a loan of up to about $40 per month. Uh, I don't think I've ever owed him more than $100. And I, and I was always prompt to pay, and uh, I always offered interest, and he never wanted it, which I had a bad feeling about. But yeah, like I say, the main problem I had with Joe was, you know, like I said, I could do no wrong with him, but I, I couldn't do any right with him either. And, and, and like, that's, that's the main thing I want to say, and that just... I want to get down to some specifics, but I'm not quite sure which specifics to get into. Uh, I was quite sure that he had hidden considerations about me and that because he considered it impolite or some darn thing, he was not going to share what those were with me. And I just, I did a series of tests and by the end of it, I absolutely, I was absolutely 100% convinced and remain 100% convinced 
that there was nothing I could do uh, that he would find impressive. Uh, uh, I, I, I had the exact impression that he wanted, in Scientology terms, he wanted me to be his DB, his degraded being. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I think he was just, uh, his attitude was, if you're homeless, you shouldn't even try to be a good person. Which is, uh, I, which may well be a, uh, not uncommon way of thinking in our society today. Uh... You know, COVID happened, you know, uh, I'd always, there's no way to really talk to the guy at the store, and he just didn't have time outside of running the store to talk to me. Uh, I was pretty sure that if, I'd, if he'd ever given me like three hours of his time, like I could show him some impressive stuff. I could make him very impressed with me. But he seemed, uh... Oh, I don't know, what else? He seemed, uh, unwilling to do that. I may be wrong about that, but... What else? You know, uh... He just had an odd of attitudes that I happen to know were caused by low tone. That I was pretty sure, shall we say, was caused by low tone. Being low on the tone scale. Fred Meyer, fresh for everyone. Get more weight to save at the buy five or more, save one dollar each. That I knew were caused by the reactive mind. Fred Meyer, fresh for everyone. You know, there's a reason Hubbard calls it the reactive mind. Like, that's one of I'm planning on writing the book defending Hubbard from a philosophical standpoint. And one of the first things I will end up doing is pointing out how the word reactive mind is a better word than unconscious mind, this, that, or the other thing. Like, what is wrong with human beings? They unthinkingly react. They equate things that should not be equated. They are unable to analyze, that is to say, to differentiate, which is exactly what Hubbard said in 1950 uh, with the Dianetics book. Anything suddenly not going to work. Excuse me, I detest the Moody Blues. I didn't hate them as much as I used to when they played them on the uh, FM radio all the time. But yeah, I'm not real fond of them. I think they're overrated as well. Get out. They're supposed to be like the greatest poets in rock. Nowhere near that. 
There we go. Nobody's playing now. Billy Cobham song. Okay. Uh, yeah, there's no, I don't know how to explain it any better, but there is no question of mind that that was one messed up individual. And like at one point he told me that he doesn't like to talk, that he talks to his psychotherapist, you know? Which I was totally willing to be wrong. Uh, you know, that this might be an exception to psych suck. Uh, but that's not how it turned out. <laughs> It was like, when he said, I don't like to talk, I like, I talk to my psychopath. Like, that's like anti-intellectual, you know, because anytime he does anything that sucks, he can say, hey, I warned you, I don't like to talk. Okay, yeah, you warned me, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I told him at one point, you know, uh, that, uh, I, I was of the impression that he'd like me if I was, like, a totally different person. And that's something I'd stick to, too. I, I, I think it, uh, came down, he's, like, deeply liberal. And I'm deeply not. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know what else to say. I lost a lot with Joe. He was for a while being my address. And also, like I say, he was good for a loan. And there might have been other things we could have done too. But like, I just, I got tired of the degradation. It wasn't worth the price for me. Yeah, no thank you, dude. If you got, if you got no respect for me, if you can't see that I'm awesome, then yeah, bye. We're done. Thank you. Have a nice day. And so yeah, I dumped him, as it were, you know, not the other way around. Like yeah, heck with that noise. Uh, yeah, I'd rather go without. You know, just because you're patron, you're, just because he's my patron doesn't mean he has to be patronizing. <laughs> uh, the second person, and the first, but the first one I got rid of was a guy I only really got to know for a, a few weeks. He gave me warning after warning that he was scum. It's just some dude uh, I was chatting with for a while, lives down south. 
it became pretty obvious that he was a southerner. <laughs> you know, a white southern male. <laughs> uh, and, uh, you know, with him, it was a little bit like that scene in uh, Star Trek, the original series, The Trouble with Tribbles. where uh, Scotty has to tell the captain exactly when it was that he swung on the Klingon. <laughs> you have to be familiar with Star Trek to understand that. Sorry. Look into it. You can look it up on Wikipedia. They'll explain it, I'm sure. I feel quite confident. Ah. Uh, The third person, the person who was, uh, yeah, 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 like, I finally decided I was done with that dude at the point when he tried to take a shit on Gandhi. Uh, you know, I'm kind of looking for good things to, uh, <coughs> uh to use as, uh, good places to, uh, <coughs> <coughs> put that marker in the sand, and I thought right exactly at that time, and I think now, that at the point when you're taking a shit on Gandhi, yeah, I think that's a pretty good place to draw a line in the sand. Uh, you maybe just be being edgy to, uh, to somebody, that person is not me. Yeah, you don't, I don't, I'm not gonna call a friend someone who would uh, diminish Gandhi. Uh, you know, anybody with a crisp, what I call a crisp mind, should be able to uh, come to ex some exact conclusions about Gandhi. Real exact conclusions uh, about something he accomplished that nobody else has ever accomplished. All depends on what you dismiss automatically, I suppose. If you dismiss automatically some really quite spectacular possibilities, because they are spectacular possibilities, you'll never figure out what Gandhi accomplished. I'm not going to tell you what Gandhi accomplished. If, man, if you don't know, I, I, I don't need to talk to you. I'm, I, that might be a horrible thing to say to my entire audience, but I don't need to be friends with my entire audience. <coughs> if you're a friend of mine and I think you have anything important negative to say about Gandhi, we will never talk again. Uh, so, don't say you're my friend and take a shit on Gandhi, I guess is, uh, is, uh, what that amounts to. No. <laughs> Uh... <sighs>
There's probably a few other people I wouldn't want you to shit on either. Uh, the Tesla guy, maybe. I haven't really thought about it or looked into it that much. In fact, uh, I doubt it, because I think he might be doing some uh, stuff with AI that uh, is not great. Uh. But, uh, yeah, definitely Gandhi, boy. He proved something beyond all, all reasonable doubt. Something I don't think anybody would guess could be proven beyond all reasonable doubt. And yet there it is for everybody to see. And nobody else that I know of has ever done that. And I believe he has a fairly well-documented life, too, is the thing. Like, it's not like he could have been, you know, hustling pool on the side, doing a little side hustle, and nobody knew about it. Uh-uh. Nope. Uh... Oh yeah, so the third person is the person I I got rid of, you know, uh, either that day or the day before I made the last podcast. And uh, his name was Bill Eckerson, and I met him through Joe. He was doing a zine, probably still is. Uh... through Joe, and uh, I had been trying to do a zine of some sort, uh, like maybe a one-off doing my most important blog post, the one about my discovery in uh, Hermetic Occultism, and he was doing a zine that was a series on occultism. And I told Joe to uh, ask the guy if he was interested in being in contact with me and, and ask him to show the uh, zine to Joe. The fact that I met him through Joe is also suspect. Uh, and, well, at any rate, the guy decided he wanted to uh, publish, uh, help me, because uh, he had uh, skills in, uh, <coughs> in, uh, <coughs> you know, uh, publishing design type stuff, design publishing type stuff, and it, indeed, he showed me near the end of our relationship what he had accomplished, and boy, if he'd finished it, it undoubtedly would have looked great. You know, and if he just said, you know, look, I'm not that into you as a person, but I, I just want to publish your thing, and that's about it. 
I'd have no problem with the guy whatsoever. But, uh... Too much. Too much. Uh, like, every single thing about this guy was totally suspect to me. Like, every single test I put him through, uh, he screwed up. Uh, and I don't, you know, and like, maybe he like did it because he knew he was being tested. And he just kind of wanted to say, actually, I'm superior to you. But, you know, I really expect a person to uh, come right out and say that. That's, uh, that's weaselly behavior to me. Um, I, I always, I told him right from the get-go that I'm really into, I'm really kind of into equality, actually, man. For the most part. I think that he thought that I was trying to brainwash him. But I asked him that one at one point. Uh, Ralph, really, right, right about the day I got rid of him, you know, I asked him. You know, do you, like, think I'm trying to brainwash you, you know, or something, you know? Because there was just, like, every single step in trying to relate to the guy was filled with weird shit. Uh... And he said no, he didn't think that, so... Uh... And you know, the thing is, is, I'm so out of touch, you know, I don't know if the whole world has gotten like this, you know, I don't pay attention, it's like if the world has been so screwed up that it's gotten to where everybody's like Bill Eckerson. You know, I don't need to have that much involvement in this world. I expect a certain level of honor amongst people with whom I deal. And I will enforce that. And I don't care who knows it. And I do not care the consequences, period. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. Now, I don't know what his hidden consideration was. I just knew that he had at least one big one. Uh. Yeah, what's Hubbard's term? Hidden standards. I had, that guy had hidden standards with me. Now, that might be because I've just not stayed in touch. Look, though, about being out of touch, man. Up until the start of the internet, everybody became out of touch as soon as they got out of high school for a few months. And that's one big disadvantage to the entire internet. Is that people can have the maturity of a goddamn high schooler for their entire goddamn life. And I'm sure that the rich always could. You know, never mature past high school. Now it's getting to more and more poor can stay in touch 
with all their buds from high school their whole life and everybody can just be totally immature and whatever. I hope that's not what's happening. I can't imagine how it wouldn't. I, I look, I, I honestly don't know and I honestly don't care. I just know what I'm going to deal with and what I'm not. And I can't explain much on any of this, you know. Can't explain much with regard to Joe. I can't explain much with regard to Bill Eckerson. Like, but with Bill Eckerson, even more so than with Joe, it was like every single step came down to uh, some pretty obvious stuff. You know, pretty obvious, there was some major obvious data hiding going on with him uh, in relationship to him. Every single moment of conversing with him. Uh, like, I, I tried to explain with, to him that I was out of touch and I, you know, I'm completely unfamiliar with whatever the social norm is that is causing it to act this way. I'm completely unfamiliar with it. Don't know anything about it, you know. I don't know. And, you know, like like I say, the, the, the best thing that could have happened with him would be for him to have said, look, I, I, I don't want to have any kind of relationship with you outside of I want to publish your stuff. Because, uh... Like, as a person in any other respect than professional, uh, I don't know, I just think he was kind of a dick, or kind of a complete dick. Uh, he was totally willing, very altruistic. Like I say, I don't trust altruism. I probably trust altruism more than I should. Because I have some ideas that I'm not willing to get rid of about how human beings should re behave towards one another. Uh, especially if those people are supposed to be friends or good allies, even. You know? Like, the specifics would be, you know, choose any conversation we had, you know? I, I'm not going to tell you every conversation. It was literally every single moment of every single conversation screamed. This dude's engaging in some weird-ass behavior, uh, some weird-ass data-hiding behaviors. And, you know, just fuck that noise. And really, I guess that's it, you know? I'm not going to give the specific examples. I wouldn't know what. If anybody has any questions, maybe that would, uh, maybe that would help. I, but I guess that's as good as I can do. And, uh, you know, other than the guy that dissed Gandhi, <laughs> I don't. I can't state anything particularly specific. 
wasn't that, by the way, with that uh, one guy, it wasn't just that he dissed Gandhi. It was that he dissed Gandhi <coughs> and he made it clear that he just wasn't even willing to uh, argue the point rationally. Ah, Monday 2000, kids. Monday 2000. Monday 2000. And also, Monday 2000. That's the end of this entry. Thank you very much and have a nice Monday 2000. <laughs>